Welcome to the Business, Wealth and Mindset Podcast. Your space for real motivational interviews and cutting-edge business content to inspire your positive mental attitude. And now, your host, Alex Sopala. Hi, guys. Um, I just wanted to uh, uh, talk today about uh, inducing change uh, in people. So most of us at uh, uh, any particular time, we're actually uh, looking either to, uh, you know, change our behaviors or something that we are doing uh, towards something that is uh, positive and uh, uh, which will actually affect some good outcomes in the things that we we are doing and the results that we want to get. And it is uh, the same with um, companies and organizations as well. You know, you know, they might be looking to change behaviors of people now. If you look at uh, what strategies are actually employed out there in order to effect change in people, most of the um, the, the research suggests that uh, there are most of them are actually fear-based uh, induced uh, strategies to 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 effect uh, change. So, for example, if you look at uh, cigarette packets, for example, you know they put these uh, really graphic images of people with uh, you know uh, diseases of lungs and things that are really graphic and quite scary in order to actually scare people into stopping smoking. And uh, it's the same even uh, you know for those who are parents with kids as well. You know sometimes we use scare tactics to actually get kids you know to stop certain things that they are. Um, actually doing. But uh, what does the actual science actually say about the effectiveness of the of these uh, fear um, induced strategies? Now, if you uh, if you look at uh, uh, the science, especially, you know, in particular for people uh, in smoking, uh, uh, there's actually little evidence to suggest that these fear-based, uh, uh, you, you know, induced strategies actually work. Because uh, uh, if you look at, uh, uh, if you study the way that we as humans are actually made, there's actually a reason for it. There's a reason why if you uh, try to scare people to change their behaviors or to do something, it just doesn't work. It's because uh, essentially if you go back to us humans as as animals as well, uh, you know, in animals, once uh, what what happens when you you induce fear in an animal? It's either uh, one of two things: it either uh, freeze or flee. You know, rarely there will be flight. It will be uh, freezing. Fling. So it's the same. If you're inducing someone, you know, if you're trying to scare someone, they either freeze and not do anything, not take action, or they, they will just fly away and, and, and just go. So you don't get the desired outcomes because, you know, for actually inducing fear in people. Now, if you look at uh, the science on the other side, you know, people tend to listen and change behaviors, you know, towards uh, positive information, you know, that they receive. So uh, there was uh, an example, actually, um, an experiment that was done with, uh, uh, you know, about people who were asked um, a question about, you know, what will be the probability of you, for example, in the next two to five years, uh, you know, becoming deaf and, uh, you know, losing your hearing? So uh, they then uh, gave these uh, people two experts to actually speak to them. So for them, they were, they, they, the people would say, ah, you know, probably 50%, 70% or whatever. They were not uh, uh, 
entirely sure what that would be. So they brought in uh, two experts, uh, you know, separately. So one expert will, uh, you know, um, spoke to the person and analyzed and said, uh, you know, I believe your chance of getting, uh, you know, becoming deaf in the next five years is probably um 30%, about 30%, it's fairly small. And then uh, they went into another room uh, and the expert there said, um, you know, just uh, you know, speaking to you, the chances of you getting a hearing loss in the next five years are actually 80%. And uh, it was interesting, actually, when the people were asked which one they sort of believed, they tended to believe more towards the positive news that, uh, you know, their chance was uh, more like 30%. Because as humans, we actually you know, gravitate and listen and uh, uh, change our beliefs and behaviors. Even if so, we believed that it would have been 50%, but because we are hearing good news from an expert, we tend to gravitate and change our beliefs and behaviors towards actually the uh, the, the, posi the positive uh, uh, news. So in the interest of uh, understanding this, uh, you know, science and the evidence, what can we do to actually affect changing people by using these uh, um you know thrill or gain based uh, strategies so uh if uh, if you you look at the the study again there's actually essentially three things actually there's there's probably a fourth one as well that i i would discuss which uh, essentially uh there are positive strategies that can motivate and affect change in them so the first is uh, is, is 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 the social proof or incentives so there was a, a study that was actually done with uh, uh, medical uh, medical doctors in a hospital. So what actually happened was uh, um, in the first instance, they asked uh, medical doctors to actually wash their hands, you know, when they are coming out of the toilet. So there was a camera which was uh, installed uh, in the uh, in, in, in the toilet. So uh, when they analyzed this, the, the actual results, they found that even putting a camera in you know some people would wash their hands and some people would not so there wasn't actually a significant change in the statistics to actually drive them towards uh changing their behavior to washing their hands more often so uh they then uh, tried uh, a different strategy uh to actually put a screen in the toilet which every time they wash their hands it would flash up on the screen to add a number for their department and their section to say, you know, you are the the tenth uh, person to have washed their hands today. That number would go up, and it would show the percentage of how they are actually doing compared to uh, to their peers in the uh, in the department. And actually, the results of that actually improved significantly because, you know, psychologically for people washing their hands and seeing the number going up, as well as their department doing well was a bit of a, a social incentive because we all like to do things that are our peers or our group or our people are actually doing. So that in itself can be a, a driving factor as well uh, for to to actually get us to do uh, things because it's got that social incentive amongst our peers. And it was the same actually even the Inland Revenue in the UK, you know, whereby uh, they just told people that, you know, uh, you need to pay your taxes uh, in good time and there was no impact to the change. But then they added one sentence to the letter which said that nine out of ten people actually pay their taxes in time and because of that sentence alone you know the number of people paying taxes actually improved by 15 percent because people wanted to be in a group of the 
90%, the 9 out of 10 were actually paying their taxes. And this increased increase the revenue intake for the Indian revenue by about uh, uh, 15%, you know, just that sentence, because we like that social proof and that social incentive for us. And, and uh, the, the next strategy is actually, uh, you know, highlighting the progress rather than the decline, you know, because, we, we, you know, there's a psychology behind the people wanting, because we all know we want, you know, the good things in the future. So, for example, you know, we stop smoking uh, or you exercise now, you're going to have good health or that in the future. But people want to see some rewards now. Yeah, they want to see something tangible that they can feel now. You know, you highlight the progress, not the uh, the decline, you know, the problem. So, for example, uh, in someone who is... Uh, <clears throat> Is actually smoking instead of saying you know if you smoke you're gonna uh you know die or something because whenever there is uh, some negative news for people yeah their mind and the brain tries to rationalize it to make it positive so for example someone trying to stop smoking they will rationalize themselves in their mind to say ah but so and so my grandfather you know smoked like a chimney and he lived to be 90 yeah, or something like that to justify the fact that they're smoking oh wow, i've been smoking for 10 years i don't feel any different or something like that so we tend to rationalize that but if you highlight prog uh, progress and uh, um you know, not decline, you could in that instance, for example, say to someone who is smoking to say, you know, uh, smoking, if you stop smoking, for example, uh, you know, uh, you could be better at doing your sports, for example, or you could become better at, you know, concentration in uh, in your work, or you could become better. So you're, you're, you're highlighting the, the progress and the good thing that will come from the stopping of the uh, the act, uh, rather than the decline, rather than saying, oh, you know, if you carry on smoking, you're going to die or your lungs are going to be destroyed. If you smoke, stop smoking, you're going to be better at your sports. You're going to, you know, be able to exercise more. You can take your kids, uh, you know, to the park and run a bit more and all those kind of things. So you're highlighting the progress rather than the decline. And that actually, you know, from the point of view of how the, our mind and the brain works, actually it's more an incentive. And the more that people can see the immediate rewards of, oh, I can become better at sports, I can do uh, do something. And then those immediate rewards are coming and they're repetitive. That's when they develop into a habit. And that is what can change behavior over uh, long term. So it's the short term immediate rewards, which being done repetitively will develop a habit that will generate that long-term gain. So you're building some small short-term gains in order to, to build up a habit so you can get those long-term uh, long gains as well. So highlighting progress, not the decline, is another key strategy uh, you know, in following the science of how we work in order to motivate change in people. Uh, so highlighting uh, those uh, the progress and those immediate rewards that people will actually get even yeah, in exercising as well uh, as well as smoking so you will actually see this uh, a classic example as well could be uh, on uh, uh, some companies on utility bills you know they practice these three things of uh, social proof and incentives you know highlighting um you know, highlighting the, the progress other than the decline and also the immediate rewards, you know, to give you that sense of control that in order for you to make the progress, it's in your control and it's in your hands. So, for example, you can see uh, on a bill like a, a smiley face, for example, to show you 
where you are in terms of uh, the progress. So um, I, I remember seeing a bill whereby uh, they're trying to get you to go green. Yeah. So there's a graph there, you know, maybe from one to 10, which shows maybe, let's say, um, the green section is 50% uh, of people. And then they, they show your progress that you're at 49 towards that 50 uh, thing. So it's showing you your progress. Yeah. And then in your mind, you're looking and thinking, oh, I want to, I want to get to the green, you know, because from a social proof point of view, there's quite a few people in the 50, you know, I want to get there as well. And then, uh, you know, the smile face is your reward to say, you know, you're here. It's a particular smile face. Maybe it's a, it's a gray color and you want to have a green smile face. And you also want to, to go green in terms, in terms of the colors as well. So that strategy, you know, can move you to, to, to go towards, yeah, I want to go green as well. I want to get to the smiley face. I want to go to green. And uh, in terms of you going to actually get that, it's in your control because we all like to understand and know that the processes that we want to get to are in our control as well. Not that someone is forcing us to do something, but, uh, you know, from our point of view, it is in our control to do all of those. So, you know, the social proof, the immediate rewards, as well as highlighting the progress, if that is in our control, we can actually manipulate our brain to understand by using these gain-based strategies to motivate change rather than fear-induced strategies to actually, uh, uh, you know, affect or motivate that change in people. So I thought that was a, a good uh, um, discussion, actually, a good, a good talk to understand that, you know, in order for us to effect change in people, uh, you know, we should follow, if we follow the science, we find that the fear-induced strategies are less effective and they're least likely to actually bring you the results that you want. But look at those uh, gain-based strategies because that thrill, that thrill of gain, you know, that understanding of a gain actually induces action in people rather than uh, the inducement of fear because the fear will just make them freeze or flee. But if you effect or if you induce that sense of uh, thrill or gain, that is what will induce action. So if you, that social proof to see, oh, actually, you know, I can improve the statistics of my group and, and thing. Or well, if I uh, go green, I will actually get a smiley face. Or, you know, I'm getting immediate rewards. If I stop smoking, I'm going to be good at sports or good at, uh, you know, cycling and do something that I like. That gain the thrill of that gain will actually induce the action and those small gains over time that action that is done will build into a habit and reap those long-term benefits as well so i think uh, that that will be a really good place to look at uh following the science and using some of these uh, gain-based strategies to effect and motivate change in people rather than fear induced strategies so i hope you go out there experience learn and grow and start practicing that thrill of gain and gain-based strategies in order to affect and motivate people into change so until next time cheerio